everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Primetime here, here with the latest news on animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day, no matter where around the world. We actually have a, um, we have quite a lot of news, a lot of things happen in the, uh, in the animation world. So, as well as one thing at the end to just make it clear, since I want to put something at the end that I think is really important. But first, let's get started with these, with the latest news so far. Our first news comes from the cartoonbrew.com that bad the bad news that the latest sequel of the Spider-Verse Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2 has been delayed. Fans awaiting sequel of the 2018 Oscar winning feature Spider-Man the Spider-Verse will have a wait a bit longer since Sony delayed the film's release date to June 2nd, 20, 2023. It was originally scheduled to hit theaters this October 5th, as I remember, for part one of the sequel. Now, Sony also made a minor change to the film titles, dropping part one from the from the first film to change it and changing part two to the to the room the Roman numeral postscript for the second. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, Christopher Miller as the writers and producers for the sequel, directed by. Joaquim Dos Santos and Kemp Powers and Justin K. Thompson and Dave Chellum is working with with Miller and Lord on the script. Avi Arad, Amy um, Amy Pascal and Chris and Christina Steinberg are also board producers. As was the case of the first film, major plot details are being kept mostly on the wraps. Sony currently synopsis for the. Kurdi Saga is, and I quote, <clears throat> Miles returns for the next chapter for the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse Saga, an epic adventure that will transport um, uh, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverses to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Taking over the Spider-Verse Spidey's October 2022 theatrical window is the live-action CG hybrid adaptation of a popular children's book, The Lie, Lie the Crocodile, starring Javier Brendam and Custom Wu, uh, Wilson Forgey, as well as the Scott McNary, with Sean Middens um, voicing the legendary reptile. The film is executed to, produced by Binge Hasik and Justin Paul, who are also waiting for original songs for the film of Midas Aris and Amy Gunder Iksu and Paul Marx and Son of Banshee and Enjoy Koei May. Now, there has been theories of the reasons why they they uh, delayed the Spider-Verse. I believe they delayed the second part around like June. 2nd 2024 I believe as I remember from from the second part of it um there has been theories of it why they did it the though there's only one common theory was basically where it has to do with the um Sony's latest film uh, Mobius or Morbius which I'm sure that more which obviously as you could tell Morbius didn't wasn't really good for the box office and the box office shows estimated around like at least 140 million dollars at his release at the time, and it doesn't seem to look pretty good so far. It looks like it has mediocre reviews, and the theory goes is that the film 
Morbius wasn't that great in the box office, which kind of made Sony um, paranoid or or in a panic, and they decided to just scrap the Spider Verse or not scrap, but they decided to delay the Spider Verse and as well as the other properties they're about to release soon to make sure they make they make the properties much greater than what they did with Morbius. They did it out of a panic. That's what people are theorizing because of what they did with Morbius. They're thinking, okay, our writing from this movie is is not that really good as people would expect. Let's just delay the, the just delay the films we have in the future so we can make them better. What we see from Morbius, it didn't quite as much have high expectations as we expected. I know there's a meme going around that um that that Mobius was good, Mobius was great, Mobius was good. Look, yeah, I have my opinions, you have your opinions, I understand. But when opinions come off of a meme of that sort of stuff, sometimes it won't take the meme serious at that point. But I'm just saying, it, it, it it's, but overall, it's a shame how, um, it's a shame, but it's a good thing. The reason why it's a good thing is because it gives more writers more time to give them a chance to re- to like add a few details within the story. I remember a, I remember a tweet from Christopher Miller uh, was around the time where the announcement he says that he says that the more time we were able to make it better. And he had like a little spider emoji next to, next to the tweet which he, which is definitely believable that he was hinting to the delay of spider of spider-verse. Not only that, even the spider-verse's um official Twitter account even even posted that they're it's, it's official they're gonna delay the movie to next year so in some sorts so yeah it's and people are sad i understand spider-verse it's a great film honestly i i remember i watched it in the movie theaters with with a few family members and it was a great it was a great movie honestly it's i really love that movie the animation is very great the style is is vibrant the the way the combination between 2D and 3D, it's so it's really great. Honestly, I read one of the the um, one of the behind the scenes footage. The reason why they did the combination of 2D and 3D with the same characters is because both 2D and 3D have limitations, and there's some things you could do with 2D. There's other things you could do with 3D, but there's things that you can't do with those two, with those two aspects alone. So they decided that, how about this? How about we put them together to fill in the gaps of those limitations? That way, no one is, that way um, we're able to make this movie as good as possible without having any any whereabouts of errors or any any screenshots that does not look appealing or any, any movement that seems a bit jarring. And it's great, it's great. It's, it's a great concept. And we, we even seeing this right now with the upcoming sequel to Puss in Boots. If you guys haven't seen the trailer for Puss in Boots, they they're re, they're using the style of Spider Verse. They come they are combining with with three D with two D with two D animation to make it look great. It looks jaw dropping. I really I'm I'm definitely gonna see the movie. It's gonna have that type of style. It is great, honestly, and I'm glad the Spider Verse is slowly getting slowly having its influence through the animation through the animation cinema it is great i really like it 
and, and yeah again it's a shame to have this movie and the other part two movie to have it delayed but at the same time you want to make the movie as best as possible and you have to understand that i know we've seen so far with video games that they did this they're gonna delay the game then the next thing you know it's gonna be lackluster but with films hopefully we haven't seen this with spider-verse i really like this movie honestly it brought me back to what it made me love spider-man again honestly it's it's a good it's a good film or a great film we even won an oscars they mentioned about it so yeah i recommend so yeah so if you guys are waiting for the spider-verse it's delayed don't worry they're doing their best to refine it as much as possible and i know they're gonna have a good time because christopher miller and phil lord they're great directors they directed um, the Lego movie. They directed the what else did they directed? Just the Lego movie. They directed the uh, Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs. They kind of they kind of revolutionized with Chance of Meatballs to have it like have the characters basically three D, but do them something like 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 um like what cartoons do basically like stretch, like exaggeration expressions and complex silhouettes. In different poses what 2d did and they're able to do that with 3d and it's great honestly it's it's, it's, a, it's a great technique they did honestly they're trying to make 3d act as 2d and it's a great technique they did so far it's i, I like it and these directors are really great actually trust me they're they're a great director so i, I really have hopes for the spider-verse movie with christopher miller and phil lord to um to to basically handle this franchise with care honestly i i trust them honestly as well as the people in the spider-verse i trust them very well so yeah so uh, around basically so if you're gonna guys hoping for watching the spider-verse the new date is gonna be again june 2nd 2023 for the for um part one of the spider-verse and trying to find the other one the other day for the second part because i mentioned before there's two parts of it. There's part one, then there's part two of of it. Uh, let's see. I think it was like June 4th of 2024, I believe, was it? Well, as you guys know later so far, so let's just move on to what we have. Now, our next story for today comes from therap.com, which I thought was Yahoo. I thought was Yahoo. Basically, the rap.com. That <clears throat> Netflix animation erases executive executives fired, shows canceled ex- 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 um, accusations and stage and stag datas. Creators migrated to the streaming ser- stream, um, Creators migrated to the streamer because of unprecedented creator freedom. Now they're facing a very different reality. Phil Ran- uh, Phil Ronda whose um, official title is Netflix's Director uh, Netflix director of Creative Leadership and Development of Original Animation, was let go this week along with several of his staff. <clears throat> the, the film can executively report and Netflix has confirmed. According to several creators who spoke to The Wrap, the kids and friendly... Um, the kids and friendly space at Netflix Animation has changed series that benefits from the great word of mouth and critical praise aren't being renewed 
several high profiles and projects that have been uncertainly um, uncurmously cancelled including the long delayed adaptation of Jeff Smith's beloved comic book series Bone Netflix's um, just saw its stock plummet around 30% what I heard it was around 35% but whatever after revealing a subscriber and revenue loss during the first quarter earning the reports the reports on Tuesday isn't just in the trouble of Wall Street it's also facing its complications in Toontown which aka is basically what they're saying is the complications within the own animation studio which they also mentioned before that one of the ex- now since they replaced their their executive original director for for Netflix they made a thesis statement for their reasoning of why they did this why were they able to to make this decision or cautious decision to do to do that route and this is a long article I don't want to read the whole thing but I want to I want to read what exactly what they made to do this so <clears throat> so a few years ago there was a new place there was no place for more welcoming for welcoming or seductive or seductive to or something like that welcoming to artists and and animators than Netflix animation Netflix animation units like a live action division were known for being a place that you could bring a project that might not have gained traction anywhere else suddenly it had produced not much studio interference animation heavyweights like like McCracken Elizabeth Ito as well as George Gortidas rushed to the service and quickly started working on their personal dreams projects while Netflix also uh, cor- um, courted with younger artists for enforced produ- productive license agreements chiefly with DreamWorks animations Game of the Turtles Troll Hunters and its assorted spin-offs Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts and many more but now you see now you are seeing a few of these creators driven projects new series aren't exactly aren't exciting as they once were many animators have felt that the studio depending on the old stand the old standbys like Cartoon Network, Disney, Nickelodeon and other upcoming streaming services like Apple TV and Amazon and Netflix's focus on shifted noticeably too now here's here's where it gets more riled up <clears throat> The true of this new thesis statement, several high-profile profiled animated projects in kids and family space have been outright cancelled, including Bone, which has confirmed an adaptation of the Rolls Dolls Gee Twists that, that was meant to be part of the several doll-based projects. Netflix is since the twists is still alive and potentially now as a feature film, and Laura Feltz's witchy toil and trouble. Netflix is currently tossed the boss baby as the ideal of what the animated series on the platform should be and what kind of numbers who numbers those animated series should be bringing in. This was the retired by almost everyone who was was everyone we spoke to. Although Netflix doesn't even own Boss Baby, it's licensed a series by DreamWorks animation a new boss baby series premieres the next month elizabeth 
Ito, who is deeply brilliant City of the Ghosts, who was recently nominated for a Peabody Award and currently spots around the perfect 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The irradiated, as many as many did, how much they enjoy working with both the executive teams of and Netflix's marketing department. But she suggested that Netflix's 360 feed culture feedback culture, which is which is exposed in its culture memo and and trumpets full of transparency as one of its core intendants, went out to the window when the show was was threatened with cancellation. Even the others would have been complained of being represent, representative uh, presented with the stage de- with the stage data, which is that are meant to prove the point of that Netflix has been squashed of conversation around. Ito described the data explaining for the first time of what they should have gone for what they spent on the show. The decision are made by using the data, which takes the account of viewing versus costs. Creators have described the process as manipulative. One producer sent the data sent the, the data feed the data back, asked the question received that we that a separate different set of data that still reframes Netflix's position. Ito was left wondering, well, are you going to make more or not? Netflix did not, and Ito shows that Apple. Now, lots of creators have been exp- have been telling their stories of what's going on. They're telling their Netflix and the way they cheat their shows and their properties. And the thing what we see so far with Netflix's animation department is that in reality, they're not showing the data. They say that the data is the data's according to the budgets, but they're not showing the creators or the public what is the data. What's the numbers? Show us the actual numbers. Don't tell us that the data tells us that that these budget decisions are causing us, our, our viewers or whatever. Show us the numbers of the data. Show us the actual numbers, the charts, anything else. Show us, show us that. Show us that it affects you guys as a streaming service. That our, that our shows isn't enough to bring up the platform. Show us the, the actual numbers. Now, here's another side of what you hear so far with people canceling this with subscriptions. Now, there's there's one side that that um, people are saying is that because apparently around this week or the least before least before, Netflix announced they're gonna stop with their sharing their sharing password um, technique. For those who don't know, or I'm pretty sure you guys do know, it's basically saying that anyone who owns a Netflix account, um, they sometimes they tend to basically share. Yeah, um, have, basically have someone else share their account. Like let's say, let's say my parents, let's say let's say my my stepdad has a Netflix account, and basically he shared his account with everyone else in the household. What Netflix does or they wants to do is to eliminate that of password sharing. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Maybe they're gonna. May, I don't know how, but. But if that's the case, then everyone else is going to stop canceling Netflix because they're going to they're going to track down the the password sharing. Now the thing is, Netflix is doing this. HBO Max, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Hulu—they're not doing that. 
they're not they're not doing what Netflix is doing is to tracking down who's sharing their accounts. They see this as profitable. If one account has if one account is being bought, you see a person who buys the streaming service, they could share the account with multiple people. For example, me with Disney Plus, I bought Disney Plus, Hulu, and any and ESPN because I bought a bundle with that. I thought it was I think it's a good bundle. And so I obviously share my Hulu account with my household basically. No extra charge to that. I just have to pay the amount of money it, it needs to get all those bundles together. It's a good it's a good deal, not gonna lie. It's it's a pretty good deal. And and that's the end of it. With Netflix, you want to do the opposite of that. Check down check down the the sharing password uh, technique or basically routine. Now here's the thing, Netflix. People were doing that since the beginning when you first start your subscription services. You're the ones who started that trend. And other companies like Disney and Warner Brothers have caught an eye on that. They started their streaming services. They took away all your properties away from your from your platform and put it on their own. However, the thing that they do, the thing they did is knowledgeable is that they won't crack down any password sharing, unlike you guys are doing. And ever since they heard of that caught a window of the news, everyone started to canceling their their Netflix subscriptions. They're gonna hack. They're gonna track down who's sharing their password and must stop this. That is one of the reasons why people are canceling Netflix subscriptions. Now, the other reason, and this was the obvious one, I'll tell you that, is a lot of Netflix's properties you're seeing right now, they're not really as the best as what we see so far. Like, many people are saying that there's nothing good on Netflix right now. And I'll be honest with you, that is kind of is the truth. It's kind of the truth. What the most the most you can see of Netflix catalogs are either third party, third party indie um, indie films or something which is on Netflix that looks pretty weird or odd. It comes back to the original joke or what everyone think of is that Netflix will greenlit anything, no matter how, no matter how ridiculous or outrageous it is. Don't. They'll just green it. Anything you want. It's not bad, but in, but look, look. It's not bad, but you need to have your you need to have your limitations. You know what I mean? You need to have your limitations of what is a good idea, and what is not a good idea. And that's the thing. What Netflix was basically the butt of the joke in streaming services. Don't green it. Anything, anything. And I'm pretty sure what other companies would caught a wind of it, and they say. You know what? Let's not do that. Let's not have like some bozo from off the streets made it make a uh, make an idea or whatever. And it's it, it's it, it's odd. I'll tell you that it's some odd thing. So I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something that's really really disgusting. But we we'll, we'll have to see and try because. Sorry about that, everyone. I have to take a quick break. My stomach wasn't feeling so well. I have to, I have to go use the restroom so far. So I'm feeling better right now. So let's continue with the with the news. Um, yes, Netflix as of right now isn't doing good. People are speculating that um, 
Now, another maybe the reason why their their stocks are plummeting is because of what they did with the Ukraine and Russia war, where they they basically pulled out their they basically pulled their their um basically their, their service out from Russia, which leaves which basically sacrificed like millions and millions of their Russian subscribers, which sort of makes them the downfall. I would say kind of in a way, but many of the com- many other companies are following suit and find like other like potential other like potential countries that could like make up from that downfall. And I won't say that might not be the case for that, but majority has to be with either just um just basically people canceling their Netflix subscriptions and as well as their um their odd of their odd catalog catalogs and their odd films that they allow independent like people from off the streets or whatever just like make a pitch and they obviously just green it. It's an odd strategy they're doing that and I'm pretty sure they're kind of learning their lesson, but it's a lesson that is very hard to make to do so because you're sacrificing your quota what you made around 2018 where you promised and I quote that you literally have one of the best animators and creators so far in the industry like Craig McCracken, fucking fucking Jorge Cortiras as well as and and Ido who are great animators by the way in the industry and somehow now a few years later 2020 is like you retracted it you retracted it saying you're I don't think these things are profitable. I'm not gonna lie. We're gonna we're gonna make this shit like boss baby. You know what I mean? Everyone start with your stupid creativity and whatever we make shows you're making this this is make the boss baby for more credible shit or whatever. I understand you wanna make profits, but at the same time, if you're gonna promise creators to create their own shows as you promise, just follow the quota. Do what do what Cartier Network is doing right now where they where um where they basically they basically have two titans go and what they do is that they they do what the sponge method is where they have a show that's running and profitable and then on the sidelines you you, you gotta have you made up that money from that show that's been like like airing for like since a decade or whatever at this point make the profits from the show and have other creators have them to get that profit to make their own shows it's basically a backup generator or is the main generator that could help like power other other types of creators to make their own shows with a profit of, of the main show's profits towards kids. It's a good strategy, but since you're dealing with Netflix, where they're not showing, they're not being like TV, where they have their own schedules and airings and whatever, you have to make a quota where you have to like produce more and more products that are basically towards kids with stuff like Boss Baby and Coco Melon. But for some reason, Coco Melon's like in fucking Netflix. What the hell? <laughs> but look, I kind of don't blame them. But at the same time, you, you have creators who were very excited for the streaming platforms and able to do all that, all that sort of stuff. And now you basically blew it. Now they got to go back to, they're either going back to 
to the television studios or they're going to move to other streaming services like we mentioned before with Prime, Disney Plus and HBO Max and Apple TV that don't do that as far as we know but hopefully these streaming services will learn the lesson what they did what Netflix did with these creators you promised them a few years later you retracted your promise what the hell and one thing, and one, one last thing, one last thing. I've seen the scumbag shit you're doing, Netflix. All the way back from Carmen San Diego, your show. You hired a, you hired a Philippine a Philippines-made studio, who treated their artists like dog shit, to the point where one of the, one of your anime one of the animators of the Philippine studio, literally called them out on a Facebook posts. Because they didn't give them the above minimum wage. They didn't give their artists and their animators the minimum wage. They gave them the low payments. They gave them low payments. What the hell? And then they started calling them out. And then there's another con- latest controversy. What you did with the Cuphead show. I mentioned before in the previous, ep- uh, previous episodes. Where you gave a contract to your artists. That make... 40, at least 43 to 46 episodes for season 1 that's the contract you've been told that's why you hear from a lot of artists they've been they've wrote that contract for that on Netflix right now season 1 of Cuphead it has only 12 episodes just 12 and then the last episode as a cliffhanger and now, a few days later, once he's been released, now you guys are saying season two is coming out in the cuphead. And the, the artists are like, we didn't promise a season two. However, you guys made a lot of episodes, so what they're gonna do? They're going to cut the episodes you made in half without paying the artists more. It's a scumbag move. You pro- you wrote in contract that they promised 46 episodes for one season. For one season. 46 episodes. One season. You had 12 and you make up the other episodes season 2. You lied to them. You legit lied to them. Unless you guys are doing that since the beginning. And I'm glad Netflix is doing is is having their stocks plummets. Because they're not as the same streaming services we know them as before. Netflix, look. You guys are good you guys used to be good. But you guys are just scumbags now and you guys don't have any good content to see so far. I know people keep saying, but what about Squid Games? What about Squid Games? What about Tiger King? What about um, Black Mirror or or Orange is the New Black or whatever? Yeah, that is true. But the thing is this. It's a trend in Netflix where they have one hit series every year. One hit series. Everything else is just me. Think about it. Terry King became popular during the pandemic during the beginning of the pandemic. 
is the most popular show ever. And then all of a sudden, and once it's like, I don't want to really watch Tiger King, you know, I got bored of Netflix because it had nothing else good to show. Then Squid Games came along, then it blew up again. And guess what? Once people are finishing with Squid Games, everything goes on Netflix catalog, it's just meh, meh. Everything was just meh. Same goes what they did with Black Mirror. Hit show, meh. Narcos, meh. I mean, I mean hit show, yeah. Narcos, yeah. Narcos Mexico, yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender, yeah. Even though it's not made in Netflix, but it became popular, yeah. What hit wonders? Everything else you guys made is just bland. It's either other properties or third party properties or just random Netflix things that they made and doesn't seem to live up to expectations. You guys need to think of your strategies very carefully before you guys go on downhill. And I'm pretty sure at this point people already canceled their your security services because they see you as a dead platform at this point. And I have to hard hardly say I kinda I kinda do agree on that point. Everything else is already good with HBO Max, Disney Plus, Amazon and and Apple Apple TV seems pretty good so far, but nothing, not that much, and Hulu. I'm sorry, Netflix, but, but just think, just think of your strategy a bit more. Try to make everyone else happy so far, especially with the animation department. Now, our last, now here is the last episode I mentioned before in the beginning of the podcast, where as of right now, this is not. Animation related is more of this. I know you guys notice I've been for the past few episodes or past episodes I've been covering like other like YouTube bits of drama for example with the whole uh, Dr. Disrespect stuff and the whole Cosmodor stuff. I've been, do, I've been like doing those type of things because it kind of is important what I think what they've done within the community aspects. This one seems important because not only affects YouTube's um uh YouTube's uh, copyright laws, but it will affect the atmosphere on the internet as a whole. They'll affect. They'll be affected of it. Now, this one comes from what I heard so far on Twitter. That is a controversy, and it goes by in Reddit that it was able to bring the best description as possible. There is a man on YouTube by the name of Quantum TV, who is going or who is a TV who is a TV reviewer who basically obviously review TVs and this controversy started around him evolves around where he made a hot take on the latest game Elden Ring where he mentions that he didn't he didn't like the graphics he says the graphics are dog crap he mentions that the community is toxic that gamers don't that gamers are basically lonely lonely motherfuckers who don't get who don't start a family and don't get laid and whatever. He also called out a lot of people, including the ones who criticized him for his lack of of gameplay and his experience with the game. It's just a it's just a bad take what he did with Elden Ring. Like you call the graphics of the game dog shit. I understand that people have different different opinions of that, but in my experience with Elden Ring, and everyone agreed. The graphics is pretty good, pretty good, especially with the form, especially with the from software's 
engine. It looks pretty damn good. Now, ever since that hot take he made, people are going after him because of what he said to, towards gamers. And this caught off the window one of the, one of the few YouTubers, for example, with um, with Mischief, who criticized him for basically having a bad hot take. And what Quantum TV did was he false copyright his video, Mischief's video, because it contains footage of, of Quantum TV's review, which is under fair use. You are not, and I repeat, not under YouTube's law, are not fall defined of, of fair use. You are allowed to criticize stuff. You are allowed to use footage from other creators. You are, you are not held at gunpoint of this stuff. Especially under YouTube's copyright system, which is broken as hell, but at the same time, it has a few bits of pieces where it makes sense. Now, ever since he done that, apparently Quantum TV said that he that he called him he called the mischief a 16 rule or whatever. He mentions that a lot of in his videos, which people caught a wind because it, it seems a bit uncomfortable where he always keep burning up mischiefs his age. Like, are you keeps are you just gonna keep saying that? Oh, the sixteen old, the sixteen old, the sixteen old, the sixteen old. Okay. Okay, sixteen or whatever. So what? Why are they keep mentioning that he's a sixteen year old? Is it, do you have a problem with 16 year olds? Do you have a problem with teens or whatever? What is your problem, man? What is your little problem? But anyways, let's continue. After that debacle happened, apparently one of my YouTubers by the name of uh, Review Tech USA named Rich, who did a criticism on what Quantum TV did. And and obviously what, what he made in the video was regards with Mischief and Griffin Gaming, who also was um, like striked against falsely strike with uh, from quantum tv about the takes he did with him and obviously quantum tv did not take that took that well and and obviously he trying to he calling out uh, review to usa who he did and it shows examples now now ever since that happened people were digging inside um quantum tv's past he, he used to have a another youtube channel where it was deleted because he had horrible remarks of the LGBTQ plus community to the point where he where he go as like far as like calling anyone support them as liberal communists. Look, I don't want to be political, but if you're going over the top and putting political shit like this and calling all oh, these stupid liberal communists homophobe whatever all that such, dude. Dude, calm the hell down. Jeez. No wonder why Nef fucking YouTube took down your channel because you keep making horrible hot takes to the, to the people. What did it even do to you? What did the community do to you? It, I know, I know. When people say that, oh, they, they, ruined my, they ruined my fucking, they ruined my fucking video game, they ruined my fucking movie, they ruined my fucking comic book. Dude, stop, stop, keep continuing to blame. 
Not everything's perfect. You got to understand that. St stop. <laughs> you just throwing them under the bus. Like what the heck? Here's one of his takes that someone found on his on his um on his uh Discord, where it says, "I just want to th I just want to thank thank everyone for sticking me with with me. This obviously with others reviews to stop stop FOMO and digital trends and HD TV tests are are just Satanist in disguise. Every time I've seen one of one of one of their videos, you have you you can tell they are trying to brainwash and masses." In the masses into their gay liberal satanic atheist agenda one minute someone could could be watching stuff stop the fomo and the next minute they're starting to have having an echo anal sex with their dads doing coke and trying to conjure demons with a satanic ritual satanic influence isn't a joke there's obviously already when the stop the fomo ended up using the lucifer logo praises satan and calling I mean, claim that he was just testing a blooming, autistic for blooming. Sorry about that. God, I hate atheists with their satanic rituals. Every one of those people are going to hell and suffer the eternity. They need an ass kicking from some for some Christians. Also, all the troll comments from the satanic atheists are getting banned. All the satanic gay atheist people. Okay, his wording is just really weird. He says all satanic gay atheist people accusing me for or of being a coward and deleting my videos. I also had to delete them because of YouTube's gay of uh, well, YouTube's gay agenda in, uh, agenda instead instead. You just put two words and put them together. That's weird. YouTube's gay agenda instead of people. What the fuck? Okay, instead of people getting upset at me, why don't why don't they just let me be? Because they are hom they are heterophobic anti-Christian pieces of shit. I do not want to to participate in in the anal sex the liberal people tell me to remember to stay strong in the faith of Christ and who did who died of your sins. God love you and love will prosper. Oh my God, this man is overreacting. He is legit overreacting. It's a gimmick from that person's channel to put a satanic fucking on their television review. It's just a, a bit of a gimmick. Ever heard of a gimmick? Because apparently this guy didn't take this guy didn't take a gimmick. He just took everything serious, which I know a few people do that. To take anything literally. But other than that, this man is off the walls. He. He is blaming everyone left and right. Recently, right now, what he did was that, um, was he, one of my YouTubers by the name of The Act Man, who, he did a hot take on you of uh, Elden Ring's hot takes. And he calls out one of the shameless things what Quantum TV did. For example, in his Elden Ring review, he legit called anyone who criticizes him of Elden Ring video is to kill themselves. Legit. He deleted that video because he told those players to kill themselves because because they don't like his hot takes on Elden Ring. Don't do that. Don't tell those people to just end their lives. That is not a good take. That is not even a good image of you. Jeez, watch your wording. Watch the things you say. 
before you get people riled up and like, oh, kill yourselves or whatever. I don't care. You give me what takes. What the hell, dude? Don't do that. Now, ever since ever since the Ackman did a hot take on the hot takes on Elden Ring, he also did a hot take obviously on Quantum TV and given the fair criticism that he did. And as that still happens, a few days later, Quantum TV sent him a false copyright strike on his video. What the Ackman did was he retracted it, tell YouTube to legit go through his videos to see if it's to see if it deserves a copyright strike. And lo and behold, YouTube's like, no, your YouTube channel or YouTube video is clean and does not above around the copyright strikes limitations. Ye legit. Quantum TV legit. False copyright strike his video. He abused the tool. That is not a good look for YouTube's copyright strike systems. You can't have people like this who has their egos on top of the on top of the sky to keep falsely accuse people of crit of takes on him. You're in you're in the internet, dude. No, people are not gonna like you on the internet. People are gonna get takes on you on the internet. That is the rules of the internet. You gotta get some takes from other people. What you do, no matter what content you're doing, there's gonna be haters. There's gonna be people like that. You gotta take it. You gotta take it up. You gotta take it, like a man. And apparently, you've been you've been salty. You've been salty like this. The reason why this is important is because we too, because people do not know much about copyright laws. What he, well, another example, what what um, the admin brought up. Was his where he was DMing the support the support agent on YouTube, which they're not gonna help you with that stuff. They're not gonna help you. The reason why the reason why for this cover strike to do so is to have not the support team to help you with with that law. It's up to you and your lawyer. You and your lawyer are the ones who are supposed to look through you know through the documents and look through the video if any of those things seems on the law or not it's not it's not YouTube support side to do so because it's got to be another person who doesn't know much about the law is up to you and your attorney to figure it out which is which is a good looking place to have this video on the law and clearly the Ackman's video is on is on the good terms on the law nothing is violating any of the terms services in YouTube at all you are the one who are basically false flagging anyone else's criticism on you because you believe that you are a saint and you are a good person who did nothing wrong. Everyone has flaws. No one's a perfect person. That's the general idea. No one's perfect. We strive to be what we come, we will be do as best as day by day, but you have to acknowledge your flaws in order to move on and build yourself as a person. So you won't do those law do those flaws ever again. You, on the other hand, try to cover up your flaws to pretend that you're the most perfect person ever by copyright striking and taking down people's videos who criticizes your your takes. It's basically a cover-up. Also, I would like to point out that you, that Mr. Quantum TV, 
has made a lot of taste on the LGBTQ plus community. For example, there was a post about two that basically two two female couples basically they're basically on a dance floor, and he legit made a reference to to the bar shooting where forty seven people at a gay bar are were dead. I remember that happened on television. I remember that happened. I remember that they showed that that tragic event that happened on that gay bar with those 47 people and you made a reference that they that they that those those couples should be like those people on that bar that is the most disgusting tweet i have ever seen oh my god you're you're a garbage human being for saying that what in the actual hell trust me he did say that he said on the tweet. Watch the Actman's video. Watch Mudohar's video. They're my YouTubers I usually watch. They're the ones who provide evidence what he did with those takes. It is disgusting. It is putrid what he did so far. He even mentions. He even mentions. He's, a, he's another thing. Here's another thing he mentions. He's also a racist. You want to know why? I watched one of the Actman's video what he did. On a tweet where he mentions of, I think one of the actors for the Batman movie. It was it was the one from the the one who played uh, Catwoman. Was it great? Was his white crest? Yeah, it was, I think it was like on on uh, yeah Selena K Sel, Selena Kyle, where he literally called her a half breed because he has because she has like. Like two basically two parents, one's black and one's white. He called her a a half breed. Dude, that is offensive. That is fucking offensive for calling this actress a half breed? Dude! What the hell? And you're the one who believes that you, that you have the right to copyright strike those copyright strike. People were criticizing you. What the hell? Now, on what's going on right now, situation-wise, with Condon TV, ever since the Ackman, um, basically able to convince YouTube that it's under false, is under, is under their terms of services, which YouTube agrees. The Quantum TV or Quantum TV decides to, um wants to settle the Ackman in court which Ackman shows the post that he, that he stays in the art of court so obviously what the Ackman does is he agrees to that and decides to take him to court as literal as possible to show this man he is the wrong type of person to be striked with a, to be striked on his videos you're abusing the system what YouTube is doing Trust me, what I did the take on on, fun, on uh, toy animation when he's like, when they're um, when they're falsely strike with basically abusing the strike system to this one anime YouTuber for using the footage, it's not it's not a good take because who in the hell is abusing that? Well, what you did was block the videos from that from that dude, block the videos from block the videos to Japan and everyone else enjoys his videos. That's what they did, which I. It was a smart move, honestly. It was a smart move. But aside from that, they abuse 
the tools, YouTube. I know I'm glad I'm not YouTube because YouTube has the entire systems where it's very complicated and usually gets in trouble with the slightest thing you do. But look, YouTube, you have people like this that abuses your tools. Have at least limitations of people what they can and can't do with your tools because it gets out of hands on the wrong people, such as with Quantum TV, who abuses that tool to strike anyone who criticizes videos under the under the copyright system, which is on par. Because here's the thing. If YouTube hadn't done that, who hadn't forgive who hadn't basically review Ackman's video to be under the fair use laws in their system, then they'll probably take Quantum TV's advice and does it to everyone else. And if they does it to everyone else, they'll change their systems to the worst, to the point where every platform is gonna take an eye on that and they're gonna follow suit or follow suit for that. Especially they take advantage of other people like Quantum TV to abuse that tool. This is more than just this person. This is more than just YouTube. It's basically anyone who's infringing with copyright laws. Like, dude, take a chill pill. You've done some disgusting things. You made some some disgusting homophobic videos that taken down your previous channel. You have called out an actress for calling her an inbreed based on the color of her, not just the just color of her skin, based on her parents. And you literally called out a 16 year old who criticized your channel and you keep everything that he's a 16 year old. What's the matter with that? And you have a problem with, with the people in the LGBTQ plus community. What did he even do to you? You just could keep saying, you ruined my movies. You ruined my comic books. They ruined your video games. Dude, calm the fuck down. Calm the hell down. Take a chill bro. Go, go at least what I do. What everyone does. AKA, touch the fucking grass. Touch some grass. You know what? Come on, Jamie. Let's meet up. You know, I'll take you to a local park my neighborhood park they just walk around the park let's just like touch the grass a little bit you know you know have the smell of reality itself the fresh the fresh h2o the f no yeah some fresh water some some, some good oxygen outside some good sunlight maybe maybe if i could take my dog outside maybe you could pet or whatever but please let's just go outside and have a talk for a moment because apparently you're at a touch of reality itself you're over the top Look, at this point, I'm sorry I'm going through this stuff, but it is really important with what's going on right now with copyright strikes and whatever. Because this could affect my platform here on Spotify or whatever platform you're using to listen to my podcasts. It doesn't matter. It could affect any of those platforms if YouTube did not follow suit what the admin did. At this point, Quantum TV, I hope the... I hope you lose this battle, which I'm assuming you got to lose the court battle. And I really hope the Ackman gets all your money because what you did so far within the internet, it's unheinous and it's cringe at this point. Cringe, 
and you deserve to be disciplined. You are not a perfect person. You will never have, you know, will be a perfect person. Like we see the evidence what we have so far. Please take some time, take a break, go get outside, take at least take a hobby and do something with your life. Other than just staying on the internet complaining with a bunch of trolls and hot takes. So you think you deemed yourself as perfect. Go outside, man. I'm pretty sure you need some fresh air. Now, that's it for today's news. Everyone, hope you guys like today's today's hobbies we have so far. Make sure you guys follow our official Twitter account. That's Animation Natty Ten. That's Animation Natty Ten for our Twitter account. We we'll give you guys more updates over there as well. I tend to do this do the show around every every Saturday or Sunday, depending on how much news we have so far. I'd like to give you guys another update for any of you who listen to our other podcast, the Pogs Cast, where delaying we have been delayed episodes for two weeks so far since we haven't been motivated so far. However, we seem to. However, we able to promise you we'll be back around next around like next week to bring you guys more content over there as well, as well as our tenth our tenth milestone of the episode of the podcast on May fifth. So yeah, that's it for today's news. Please, you guys, like or subscribe to to the Animation Nation. Hopefully, get to see you guys next week, depending on what we have news so far. So. This is Animation Nation. I'm your host, Prime Time here. Hopefully, good to see you guys next week or tomorrow, depending on more news. So, yeah, have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.